0: You're listening to Conversations with the Royal Empress, where we're reawakening the original Black woman with educational training tools and resources designed to inspire, empower, and educate. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Conversations with the Royal Empress. I am Akila Shabazz, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, Dr. Hakima J. Muhammad. Peace and blessings. (laughs) And Um. Lakishay Nadira Muhammad. Peace, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about mental strength. What is it? And how do we keep ourselves mentally strong and take charge of our emotions and make productive choices? We're going to discuss how to build mental strength and maintain it because it affects our overall health. It affects us mentally, spiritually, and physically. And uh, today, my sisters have been talking about the rough day that they had <laughs> at work and just everything. You know, we, all, we, we are all working women. We all have families. And um, we have to work at maintaining mental strength. So, in the words of my sister Lakisha Nadira Muhammad, let's talk about it. So, <laughs> how's the day going, baby?
1: Horrible. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not horrible. I just, you know, everybody has a narrative uh, to their to their work life and trying to balance it with their personal life. Um, I mean, my job is very stressful. It's, I. It's so much. Conflict. My day consists of managing conflict a lot. And some days I do extremely well, and some days, like, I'm fed up. I just feel like I just don't want to deal with it. So sometimes I got to, well, I'm not going to say sometimes, all the time, I have to match the intensity of the people I'm in conflict with. I have to go, I have to meet it or go above and beyond it. Working in corrections Mm -hmm. is a very stressful job. Um, pays well, but if we need it, don't pay well enough though, uh, but it pays the bills. but it's stressful. My days could be long, um, but it's quite a bit of conflict, and today is one of them days when I just said, My mental strength is just low i didn't get to I didn't get to use any of the resources that I normally use. To, to, to bring myself down. I didn't get an opportunity to access those resources. So my mental strength is very low right now. I don't know. I, that's how, where I'm at. Where you at, Lacachet?
2: So today for me, it's, it's better. It's a lot better than it probably was yesterday and maybe um, days before that. I just made a, a major um, life decision and I um, decided to let go some things that I had occupied my life, you know, in the in the form of work. Um, These things had weighed on me for a while because, you know, on one hand, um, like you mentioned, Dr. Hakima, you know, you have the money coming in and maybe certain things may pay well, but then on the other hand, you have the stress may come along with that. And it had gotten to a point where mentally, I was taxed. I was wore out, and so I had to make a decision. You know, I am one that t- oftentimes will stress to clients about letting go. I mean that that's like probably one of my favorite things to say. If you in something, you in a box, get out, you know, let it go. let go, and let God. Um, don't carry those certain, but I found that I was carrying a lot of weight, and so yesterday i made that decision to let go and i got up out of my box so i feel much better today um although i believe i'm still maybe feeling some of the residuals because when you are mentally um uh full and i don't even want to say mentally stressed but when you are when you have a lot of weight on you mentally and as you mentioned um Aquila, it weighs on you in every aspect of your life so what I noticed is that it was very difficult for me to get stuff done you know outside of the other things I was focusing on that was causing um the shift in my energy it was very difficult for me to do almost anything else but once I decided it made up my mind that I was letting it go do you know it was just like somebody came I felt like. Um, um, was it the Wiz? You know, when the Wicked Witch died and all the Munchies came out, you know, they started singing and dancing. They were, <laughs> man, it was like, and you know, I just wanted to sing The Wicked Witch of the West, whichever witch it was, <laughs> because it was relief. They were so happy. They were energetic. You know, before they were scared, they were just carrying a lie. And I was just like, God, they on it. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm feeling good today, but I believe that I'm still dealing with a little of the residuals. But I'm grateful for the decision that I made to let go. I'm
0: sorry, yeah. a song popped in my head. Just
1: What's that? That song?
0: in the hood, just another day around the way. I'm
1: feeling good today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Queen Latifah. That's Queen Latifah's song. Yes. It's one of my favorites by her as well. Can, I love that song.
2: Cause I miss that, you know. Can you sing a little, a little more for me, just so no I can kind of get in the groove? <laughs> that is, that is something. But you know, Akil, I can leave it to you for a song to pop in your head. You know, if, if it's not you, it's it's me. I think we kind of both do that. But you, be, you crack me up. <laughs>
0: i can't help it it's like certain lines just bring songs to my head maybe maybe that's how i maintain mental strength sometimes
2: right maybe oh so. that's a
0: good
1: maybe one so. that's, yeah. that's yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: just walking around a with a song. song in my head hey all right <laughs> well you know songs of songs have brings a certain level of vibration and that's what sometimes we need to be lifted. Sometimes we on the wrong frequency and we need to be lifted to a higher frequency. So songs can help do that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's,
0: that's true. true. I don't know. For me, I haven't, uh, I don't, I don't sleep well. And sometimes I think that that, that may be an indicator that I'm in overload because my mind is always going and and hakima said something to me was it last week when you said where do you find time to do all of this stuff what are you doing you still working how do you have time in the day and i'm like uh huh i didn't you know and i'm like i'm like i just do it and it's it's part of that whole thing that you're just you constantly just going and going and going until you do you do drain yourself and you start to see it, I think, in other aspects because even though I, I refuse, I will never live in squalor, but my house is not <laughs> the way that I want it. And so I, I'm, I'm, I look around and that even that just stresses me out. If I see a dish in the sink. So it's like yeah. little things that, get, <laughs> that yeah. don't ordinarily get to you because uh-huh. you find yourself. And so then it's like, OK, so what do I do now? I got to I got to. I got to sit down. I got to take a break. But I have learned to start, as we talked about before, tapping out. Mm -hmm. And giving myself a break. Uh, Even from people. We have people that stress us out. And I will say in a minute that I take mental health break from some of my friends. And I guess if they hear it now um, oh, the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, so you take a mental break from me. Is that, that that's how you get down? It's
2: important. Listen, listen. We have to do what we have to do. Because it's either this or that. Either you can get with this or you can get with that. See.
1: <laughs> this hip-hop one-on-one? Either...
2: Either you're going to get with uh, the side of me that didn't take that mental break, or you can get with the side of me that did. And it's probably better for that person to get with the side that did, right? So when you say that, you know, sometimes you have to, hey, take a break from your friends, the same thing. Family, I mean, well, I'll put it like this if it's an energy that I know might be capable of bringing me some. Where, where I don't want to be, or keeping me on a level that I'm not trying to remain on, then I will make that choice. You know, I'll say, mm, not today. <laughs> That's my line. Not today. Like <laughs> so say, I will make today, the choice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I make that choice every day. I make that choice every day. <laughs> I'm always constantly bad, like at work, it's, it's a constant war. Well, well, to me, my job is a war, but every day it's a constant battle. So it's a battle between good and evil. For me, mm. um, being a Muslim and being a, a black woman in the environment that's really considered the belly of the beast, where there's no morality, it's what a do you constant mean when you battle.
2: Say belly of the beast for our listeners. What is that actually? You know, working, in the,
1: working in the, the, the prison system. That's the belly of the beast. It, it, you have to be there to see what I'm talking about. It's like hell. I mean, there's yeah. there's certain laws and rules that go with it, and there's certain things that happen. It, it happens. It's a lot of uh, it's a lack of civility at times, mm-hmm. and so you see that. You see the most savage behavior. You hear the most savage conversation, and and it ultimately affects the people who work there. I mean. You can't work in the prison system and not let that spiritually affect you. You can't. You either succumb to that environment and you take on the thinking of that environment, it becomes embedded in your character or you fight with it. And so I choose to fight with it. And so. Some people around me say, why are you going to war with it? Just accept it. No, I can't do that because I'm righteous and mm. I'm a woman of God and I'm a Muslim and I'm not going to succumb to that environment. So I decide to go to war with it.
0: Sounds like mental stress.
2: What is
1: that? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it really does.
2: Because um, that that's a lot. Um, I don't know if most people would be able to even deal in the belly of the beast you know, in that way. Um, what, I mean, you've already explained what that looks like, but how do you maintain? Because that would be rough for me, you know, as, as strong mentally as I know I can be. Um, man, I might, <laughs> I mean, I know I would be going to war like you, but that would, that would be kind of tough.
1: It is. It's. 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 it's I'm trying to, trying to, be very civil in the way I explain it. <laughs> it it's okay. to be in an environment where your morals are constantly tested, or is it, is very stressful because I'm one that don't like to lower the, my standards or my morality. I don't like to. Um, but at the same time when you're in an environment like that you almost have to be like a leopard. You can't be too righteous. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. what I continue to do is I keep a ring of fire around me, like Moses did. Mm-hmm. I keep a I keep a a ring of fire. So my ring of fire is emotion. So is okay. if I feel that oh, okay, people are getting too close to me, or I feel like my spirit is being negatively affected by all the negative energy around me, I'm going off and I'm going to push all that negative energy away from me. So that's what I mean about that ring of fire. So Got it's it. like, Oh, let me step away from that situation. It forces people to step away from that situation. If I'm dealing, if I'm going to miss the midst of predators and the predator, what predators do in an environment, they try to prey on others. If I'm going to miss the midst of predator's, what you have to do with a predator, you have to turn them into prey. because A predator doesn't feel comfortable when it is the prey. A predator feels comfortable when they're preying on someone else. So I, I have to flip the table and turn myself into a predator, on a predator. Then I have to, that's what I have to do to survive. So I have to put that ring of fire. And if that's what that means, going all out or going above and beyond what the predator is, is doing, that's what I have to do. So if the predator is saying, I'm going to kill you. No, if the predator is saying, I'm going to hit you, I have to say, I'm going to kill you. See, it, it, that's, that's what it becomes. So uh, I'm typically dealing with a different type of predator on a daily basis. So it's a predator that may not know me. You see, it's a man, he sees a woman. Oh, I'm going to prey on her because, of course, she's a woman. She's a weaker nature than me. I'm going to prey on her. And that could be just mental manipulation. It could just be, I'm going to see how scared this person is. I want to test them. So it's an environment where I'm constantly tested. So how I survive is my faith in Allah. I'm going to be honest with you. To be in the midst of dangerous people and look them in the eye and say, I don't fear anything but Allah and there's nothing that you're going to do to me because you're too weak and you're not going to be able to do it because he's not going to allow you to. To stand there in the midst of danger and and show no fear, even though you feel fear, is very important because predators prey off the fact that they sense fear. So if you show any weakness, any signs of fear, they're going to attack you. So uh, in the midst of danger, I just say, hey, I'm going to tap into that power of God that that he has out there I tap into it and at that time I feel all powerful and I feel like I can't be touched I've been in situations with fists flying and I don't know how I didn't get hit I ain't even gonna lie I'm standing in front of somebody who's swinging and the people around me get hit and I didn't get hit I said that is clearly by the protection and the blessing of Allah.
0: wow (laughs) it's almost like it almost leaves you speechless but is just a testament i think to part of building mental strength is you have a faith mm-hmm. a strong strong faith a strong faith in 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 your spiritual beliefs
1: and that, that- i did not have at first not to cut you i did not have until i started working it so it was um and i, I want to stress this because sometimes you know i don't want to li- well i don't want the listeners to think, oh well, you you just strong. No, I wasn't strong like that when I first started working there. The first day was straight fear. It was like, oh my God, and they could sense it. But then I had to relate, re, rely back on what I know to be true. And I'm like, wait a minute, how can I fear man when I? But I should be fearing God. I mean, God is the creator, of man. How can I fear what the created when I should be fearing the creator? So it was an experience for me because here's a choice i could choose the fear to fear the it or i could choose the fear to fear the creator which one is going to make me victorious because i've seen what happened to those who fear the creator and i'm like okay i'm going to choose to fear the creator if i stand with him i know he's going to empower me and i'm going to be strong i'm going to be respected because the predator respects the person who don't fear them it's like a high level respect like okay well i can't prey on you most predators can prey on whatever they want so i learned in that environment well, well say the environment brought out in me what was deep deep down you know sometimes you need a situation to see what you're made of you may not think that this in you but Whatever the situation is, if you're strong, it's going to bring it out of you. There's so many women who've gone through so much uh, trials and tribulations, and they, their testimony is afterwards I became the strongest person that I've ever was. So I'll say for me, I've done personal security on people who had death threats. And for me, that prepared me for where I'm at now. At the time, I was a young girl doing it. I didn't see the value in it. But just relying back to say, how can I fear? These people, when I was with somebody who did great works, and bigger enemy was out, a bigger predator was out to get them, and God was there to protect me and them. So, I had to take that information and bring it back to the present. And I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah,
2: it's an absolute must. I believe, you know, as you've mentioned, and as Akila have mentioned. It is an absolute must to have a spiritual connection that can that you can rely on. Um not only just to feel protected, but just to be able to maneuver, overcome, and get through, um, and comfort you uh during the time where you are feeling mentally weak. There's no other way for me to even describe or, or get to a point where I can escape the feeling of mental weakness without knowing or without depending upon the source of strength. So ultimately, when the question is asked, or, you know, how do I manage, how do I get through, I would have to say the same thing, as you said, because... I can't necessarily rely on my own strength because I didn't give myself the strength that I have. It took time for me to build this over a period of time. I know we, we mentioned it earlier about the muscle and just exercise. You think you may start off, I mean, think about a bodybuilder who just entered you know, into the profession. And if they show before pictures when they first started and after pictures, It took time for them to exercise and build up that muscle to be able to get to where they are right now. It doesn't happen overnight. So the more you trust the process, the more connected you feel, you know, the more faith you have, the more faith you have, fear disappears. It's almost like what? Who? You know, so you you begin to feel like almost like a champion because now you're overcoming. You're leaving one stage and you're entering into a next stage. Um, And for me, that's just just where it's at, you know?
0: I was thinking about uh, when you said that when I walk in my door, I have uh, around my house, I have all these little uh, wall hangings that have some positive something written on them. And the one that's right at the front door says worry ends where faith begins. Mm-hmm. So it just reminded me of that when you were, when you were just talking like because
1: mm-hmm.
0: I see it every day and it, it's like, it's drilled into my mind that if you worry about it, where's your faith? Right. You know, how can you claim to have faith in a higher power faith in anything yet? You're constantly worrying about something yet. You're constantly allowing, yourself to you know feel overwhelmed all the time and um and so it's just, it's just so sometimes i think that it takes something like that just a reminder to yourself but you know i have a, a wall full of sticky notes <laughs> with constant reminders to myself and, and and i don't know if i feel like i'm brainwashing myself or what i'm doing <laughs> but it's there and even every morning When I go in the bathroom to brush my teeth, there's a sticky note right there that says happiness is a habit. And it says, you know, today is, is, you know, going to be a good day. It's, you know, I just have something there just as a constant reminder to myself that this is how you get through the day. And so even when I'm like at my wit's end and I'm just like, oh, oh, okay, I just can't do this. I'll get up sometimes and just go and stand in front of my board and start reading. Yeah, yeah because i've because i wrote these things before to remind myself on those rainy days um you know how do you overcome this how do how do you how can you be stronger all the time and you know we we just figure out ways to do it i was going to ask a question uh because i think sometimes people think not being mentally strong means that you're mentally weak and i don't necessarily agree with that 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 thought process because I don't think it's either this. <laughs> you're either strong. <laughs> um, but I don't think you're either strong or not. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, do you think that, that there's no in between? That you're either weak or you're not? I see you hot.
1: <laughs> I, I, you know what I, I think with that is taking it back to the beginning of our conversation with the lifting weights. It's like the person who hasn't been lifting weights. The body, the muscles, it's not trained in a way that the muscles can endure a, a strong workout. It's this when you're mentally, when you're not mentally strong, it just means you haven't put the work in. Don't mean that you're not capable of doing it. It means maybe you wasn't, maybe you, uh, in, the, in the face of adversity, you walked away. So it's like you walked away from the weights, but with adversity, you faced it and you overcame it. And once you overcame it, you became stronger. So that mental strength, now we're talking strength, the term strength, right? Mm-hmm. The mental strength, it starts to reflect strength and you start to get stronger. And so now you become more forbearing. You can take more and more and more. And, how, and what God does is, oh, my servant is growing. I'm going to put some more weight on you. Mm-hmm. So he puts some more trials on you or some more hardship. And then he knows that that's going to make you spiritually stronger. So now you start looking like Brutus spiritually. Yeah. And people around you, it's like, man, you're too strong. Now they can't, the people around you can't even deal with you because you're so spiritually strong. I deal with that all the time. So uh, people, are, I'm so spiritually strong that some people will leave the room because they're like, oh, no, here she come. You're right because I'm not going to make excuses for for shortcoming. I'm going to hold you accountable as so i would expect you to hold me accountable so that i can take it to the next level
0: there's something i want to add do you guys ever feel like this because a lot of people around you feel that you are really strong mentally that you're the person that they always come to to dump everything on and they never think about oh she's so strong she can handle it and and they don't even stop to say how are you today do you need anything are you Whatever I've dealt with that, I feel sometimes like okay, I get it, I get it. Y'all think I'm strong, but like you say, I think you could, you you probably. Uh...
1: <laughs> you see, I'm pointing to Lockeshay, right? I know, right? I'm, I'm pointing to Lockeshay. Lockeshay <laughs> <and> La <laughs> could answer this one. <laughs> you no,
2: know, I. I. For me, I, I guess it probably comes with the territory. You know, being a therapist. You know. Um, being in a position where people just come to me because that's what I do. And that's what, um, I guess that's what I'm built for, or at least that's what I have told myself. So yes, I get it all the time. And it's interesting because I don't even, until you like pointed it out, I never really even pay attention that that's what's taking place. I'm so used to being that person that, you know, kind of like the conversation that we had before when we were dealing with, um, what were we talking about stress, you know, I think it was a couple uh, episodes ago, but I'm so used to it that, oh, Superwoman, that was the um, conversation we were having. I'm so used to putting the cape on and, you know, I mean, I don't want to have another initial besides S. <laughs> if F stands for super, I don't want another initial. So, okay, let me go ahead and put the cape on. It's like you trading my cape in for a P. What does P stand for? Okay, maybe powerful. But I just feel that um, I'm so used to putting the cape on, you know? And it, it, I don't expect for me to respond any other way than what people expect me to respond, if that makes any sense. So I have to be careful and I have to just make sure that in that process that I have not abandoned myself and, you know, I don't raise my hand up like a red flag and say, or that I do raise my hand up and say, Hey, excuse me, you know, I need a break. Um, And, and, you know, it's the muscle that I've learned to strengthen you know, because I get people who may come into my office all the time discussing various different things. And sometimes I may not always feel that I can even handle it because maybe it is overwhelming. Yes, I've learned to deal with it, but I do have feelings, you know, and it can be a bit much. But again, I'm just used to it. I don't know if I even answered your question. Thank you, I think you did. <laughs> I think you did,
0: but it's but again, like you don't even think about it, which means the people that are constantly coming to you are probably not thinking about it either. But mm-hmm. it's a reality that just because we view somebody as strong doesn't mean that that person has enough strength to carry your burden along with their burdens too. And I just think that sometimes that we don't think about that and we take other people for granted and uh, I'll give you an example. I remember um, when I used to be a flight attendant years ago, and there was a, a you girl. You did
2: everything, who, haven't you? I know, right?
0: <laughs> she got five jobs, man. Five jobs.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there will, there will be no looking back on my life saying I didn't try to do everything I wanted to do. But, um, but um, there was a girl who, who I shared who was basically my roommate. And I was trying so hard to help her. You know, I had somewhere to stay. I was based in Detroit. I got so much family in Detroit. I didn't have to stay in a commuter pad. I didn't have to do any of that. But she was from Alaska. She didn't know anybody. And I was constantly trying. And she was always upset about something, talking about something. And I remember, okay, okay, we gotta do this. We gotta do that. And we were talking to um, a supervisor one day And I literally broke down crying with the supervisor. Mm. And the girl, she looked at me, she's like, oh my God, it's probably my fault. Um, Mm. But you're looking at me like she's so strong, she has it together. And even though I did, my supervisor said something, I don't remember what she said, but it was a trigger. And that trigger, you know, and then I just let it all out. However, I felt a whole lot better after i cried my eyes out and and here's the thing crying is also not a sign of weakness
2: right yeah no it's not (laughs) i can cry for many different reasons and most of the time it's not because i'm weak 99 percent of the time i will cry when i'm mad i will cry when i'm happy i will cry when i'm just releasing i think crying for me is an opportunity to shed Tears are just an opportunity to shed and get out, you know, get over, release. You know, it's like gas. (laughs) Oh boy, did I say that? Yeah, I did. You said it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it has to come out. You cannot hold on to that, uh, or, you know, hey, you might hurt yourself. So sometimes tears is an opportunity to relieve and release the necessary and um thank god we have them thank god we actually have a button that we can press you know and get over or release and let go of things because imagine having to hold those things in it's a beautiful thing just the way the body is designed and how it just all works together to give us exactly what we need we sweat right You know, when our body starts getting hot, we sweat. We sweating is a good thing, right? We we if we get sick, we may have to release in other ways. So tears, I just see it as another opportunity to just kind of let go of some things, and it helps you to feel good. So no tears don't. um, It's not a sign that somebody is weak.
0: Yeah, because they try to say women are emotional. And well, that's why we cry, but it's like, but, you, but it is, it's a release.
2: Absolutely. And you know, when you were talking earlier, it reminded me of a moment that I had um, when I had to just let go. Um, I remember I was working in a very stressful environment um, um, in a management position at a, a banquet hall. And it was so stressful. And all of a sudden, You talk about trigger, I don't even know if it was necessarily something that was said or done, but it was just I couldn't take anymore. And I went up to the second floor of this this banquet facility, and I screamed to the top of my lungs. Now, people are working, people are there dining and all that kind of stuff well, at least in the lower level, but I yelled and I screamed and, you know, everybody ran up like, are you okay? They thought maybe, they didn't know what had happened. And I was in in a corner, bent down, kneeling, just screaming. And now I know that the reputation after that was that girl done gone crazy. You know, she done lost her ziggity ziggity nine, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's like, and I'll do it again. I have to, but just being able to just yell and let go. Well, see, the you can't wait until it builds up like a storm and then you let go. The habit of many people is to keep building up, keep letting power up, up, because that can be dangerous. Have you ever seen somebody who takes a whole lot and because they are constantly taking a lot, they, when they finally do get ready to release, they explode? Yes. I mean, that's like the a, a, a quiet storm, right? Oh, yeah. Dangerous.
1: Yeah. You know, I find with, when, when people are around someone who's mentally strong, they, they fall back and they stop trying to think as if you, they want you to think for them. That adds an extra amount of stress because when you're in an environment and you have to do the thinking for people around you, it's stressful for you because you feel like you're around idiots all the time. I, I know people listening to this can relate to that. If you, were, if you work in a small group and you're a, you're a thinker, everyone wants to look to you and say, what do you think? And I know you're probably saying, well, what do you think? You always ask me what I think. What do you all think? I've, I've witnessed that. I've definitely witnessed that being in an environment, a work group where the most intelligent person or the, the one that's, that has the most sound advice, everyone wants to look to them as if they can't figure it out for themselves. And that does add a great amount of stress. drives me nuts. <laughs> oh so you can relate to that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they act like they can't think for themselves right? they look at you like all right Keena, well, what do you think damn did you got a brain well let me <laughs> let me just I everybody want to be I'm the scare everybody want to be the scarecrow all of a sudden, if i only had a brain <laughs> you know it was <laughs> everybody's scarecrow and whatnot
2: no i have a different take on that it's just that you ladies are just so absolutely smart and so intelligent. Oh, okay, that, right.
1: Yeah, that, yeah okay. <laughs> you know,
2: we, we just want to know, like, what do you think? Because it's golden. You know, y'all dropping bombs all the time. Y'all come up with all kind of wonderful Ideas and you know, intellect. So, we just want to kind of share some no, of the intellectual property. That's all. That's no, all stop front, like
1: a shake, because you're a therapist. So, I know people are asking you like they can't figure out their own problems. Girl, I just don't understand why I can't sleep at night. <laughs> Akela, look, I'm, 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 I'm messing with you. That means you need to stop doing everything you do it and get some rest. That's what that mean No, 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 for real. I'm just messing with you, aquila I'll just mess it with you. But no, LaCosche, I'm sure people come to you and they want you to help resolve their problems that they probably could figure out themselves but because they know LaCosche has the answer. And so now you may be at home cooking and here comes somebody calling you and you being LaCosche, you're going to answer that phone and they're going to come with something that they probably could have figured out themselves, but they just derailed your whole plan because you're probably doing family time or you're probably doing whatever you may be doing, writing something. Now they just derailed your whole evening because now you're counseling people. And, you, and by the time you get off the phone, you're probably saying, they could have really figured that out themselves, but because they can rely on you. And being intelligent or being wise can create this dependent, dependency that people can have on you. They're almost like leeches, you know. So oh, what I'm, do you guys think about that? You agree I or disagree?
0: almost make you want to uh, act like you're mentally weak for real. Start crying all the
1: time. <laughs> like, oh God, no, I
0: can't. No. <laughs> but everybody,
1: every every group, every friend, every uh, group of friends have that. You have that one friend that everybody relies on. You know, everybody plays that role, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your group with your friends, whether it's in your relationship. Someone at some point plays that role, and it could be so draining. Except when you got a, a crew like us where we can, we can... That's why I'm always blowing y'all phone up. Akilah, you know you get my calls and texts after work when I be stressed out and I said, Girl, I'm on 100 because I had to be there and I still haven't come down and it's hours later. Akilah, you have gotten them texts, you have gotten them phone calls, and, and I know I derailed you. I apologize. But I have derailed your plan because y'all know what you was doing. I didn't even care. I didn't even ask. So I just I'll just call you and say, I lake And you say Lake of And I'll just be like, girl, let me tell you about my day. And I know you probably like, oh, she ain't even ask how I was doing. She don't even know if I feel like talking. She just went right into whatever she wanted to say so and she ain't different. think nothing about me.
0: It's <laughs> when when it's, when everybody can do that. And you can flip those roles, so you got You got to hang with winners. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking, but uh, no. But you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, you got You got it. You when you got a mentally strong crew, when you are feeling down, you can go and you can lean. But guess what? They know that if they're in a similar situation, that you got them too. And not saying that you do it because you expect somebody to do it for you but it still feels good to know that you actually are with those type of people you can't be the only friend that's mentally strong and everybody else is just you know wondering you know walking around like i don't even know what words i want to use to describe it to be honest with you but what, like chickens with their heads cut off i mean you just don't you have to be selective with who you hang with but i wanted to to briefly say because you, it was funny Somebody had listened to our uh, podcast, I guess, about the superwoman, and I got a text message today because you were all talking <laughs> about me in the sleep, right? And huh you could be a superwoman if you get some sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I go, to, I go to bed and you in La Shade Texas. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, did I just see a text at 421 a.m.? <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm like, what? Then I keep scrolling, and it's a it's a text at eleven. So I'm like, do these women go to sleep? <laughs> I sleep. Trust me, I get my sleep. <laughs> no, you don't, cause you've been texting back and forth with a Keely. No, you don't get no sleep either. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Team no, oh, sleep. Team
0: no sleep. no <laughs> sleep. Oh God, that's funny. But I apologize. What, what what were you asking me, Hakim? <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I don't even know that. See, mental, we ain't got no mental strength right now. We've been oh, laughing too much. Yeah. Our mental strength is gone. See, we started out stressed out on this call, and now we just laughing and giggling. But well, that's because. I, you're, but you're it. I think it, you brought up a good point about surrounding yourself with people that you can tap into and say, now, it's, it's, you're, the, you're the bank account. I need to make a withdrawal from today. You know, we have mm-hmm. to be that bank account for each other, and you have to surround yourself with with, with people who who are mentally strong because you're gonna need to rely on them. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth on that on that level, it's nothing wrong with exchanging power, mm-hmm. and and or exchanging love and support. It's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a as a mentally strong person. Uh, our, our, responsibility, our responsibility is to try to help the people around us who are not mentally strong to be mentally strong because it helps relieve the pressure off us. That's why as black women, you know, we are known for being strong, but then we have to keep up that image. And then in doing so, we do not hold others around us accountable. We're not trying to make them strong. We just figure we'll just be the strong. Mm-hmm.
2: This is true. I agree with you, Um, Dr. Hakima. I I believe that it's about being able to be a support for one another. So I mean, it's okay if you're weak today and I'm strong today, and tomorrow I might be the one who's weak, and you may be the one that's strong. It's just that it has to be a relationship where everybody's able to get something, you know, from it at that moment. You know, I have sometimes work with people and, you know, they may say text and say, you okay, you good? Cause they may know that, you know, I had a day and then I may do the same for them. You know, you good, you all right? Hey, I'm okay. Today might've been your day, tomorrow may be mine, but knowing that I got your back. And I think that, I don't think, uh, you know, I, 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 I know that what the real superwoman looks like, although we're not talking about superwoman, but that'll always come up. The real superwoman is one who will be her, her sister's keeper. Mm. One who will be able to cover her sister in the time of need and to have her back. Because that's really the S. The S is for sister.
1: <laughs> you know. I like, you I, like know I like that. You I like know, that. I like that. The S is for sister. I like that.
2: That's the sister in the hood that we, we represent, you know,
1: just being able to back one another. Yeah, that was, that was really powerful. I'm like, man, that's deep. You're right. We're right. We will, moving forward, we will always be referring to each other as super, superwoman because we are. We are super women. Each one of us is a superwoman. Each one of our listeners are a superwoman. So that was spot on, Lakashe. Thank you. S for sister. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Put my S back on my chest, and I had snatched it off. <laughs> I know. I, I,
2: after the last episode, huh? <laughs> we we can reclaim our, our ass S. We gonna reclaim. We're
0: reclaiming. We can our reclaimed
2: ass. our. We reclaimed our crown. We reclaimed our time. Let's reclaim our S.
1: <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to go snatch it back from a coworker or, or or a family member like your children or your husband or, or, or your mother, your father. Sometimes you got to go snatch your ass back and say, oh, excuse me, that's mine. Thank you very much. And you grab it and you put it back on your chest. Sometimes we have to do that because we go, wait a minute. Where's my ass at? I had it on. What happened to it? Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. You go back to that last person and say, can I get my ass back? Thank you. Please right. so and thank you.
0: But and, and and when I said it though, I did say I'm, to the world, I'm not your superwoman. Basically, we're not the world's superwomen, we're our right. superwomen,
2: right? <laughs> and and because and, and, it can have so many meanings, you know, that's yeah. a subject in and of itself. Oh, okay. Superwoman really has so it's so uh full, it has so many different meanings. Um, but yeah, I, I exactly accuse to the world, we're not your superwoman. But, you know, we, you know, we super, you know, y'all that, you know, we uh, batted a bag of chips and then some um, scoop of ice cream with apple pie.
0: Ooh, yeah. ice cream, apple <laughs> dunk. <laughs>
2: apple dunk with tequila is going to make us
1: right.
0: <laughs> so what do you, what do you ladies think? What are some things that you do to help keep yourself mentally strong? Like how do we build mental strength?
1: But uh, I, I would say, I know LaCachette mentioned prayer. So I, I was going to say that, but you already mentioned it earlier, La shay. I'm going to say relying on my family. I'll get I'll get strength from my husband. I'll get strength from my daughters. When I'm drained or when I'm weak, I can definitely rely on them, or I can call my mother, Ma, Ma, I got to holler at you. I got to talk to you, Ma, and I'll get off the phone and I'll, I'll feel rejuvenated. So I think so many of us have a support system. We have to utilize it as much as we need to. To strengthen ourselves
0: and your friends, we've already discussed that having that, being able to have that friend. I have a friend of mine that we don't talk often, but whenever I talk to her, after that conversation, I feel better. Even if I wasn't in a bad mood, I still feel better when right. I talk to her. That conversation—it's it, just—it's life. That's all I get from her—is life. That's just who she is. And you know, so if you can, if you have a friend, you gotta have that positive friend that speaks life to you every time you speak to them, bad or good. It doesn't have to be that you're down and out. It could just be, man, you just uplift me. It's just, it's just really powerful. And she was the one I always talk about how she told me one day, stop shooting on yourself. And I know I've probably said this before. And of course, you know, I thought she said I was, you know, what else I was doing on myself. And I'm like, excuse me? And uh, she (laughs) said, stop stop shooting on yourself. And she said, you know, don't get caught up on what you should have done or what should have happened. What's happening right now? Stay in the present. And that's huge for me because it teaches me not to keep looking back and, and beating a dead horse or whatever. And so sometimes just even that, I mean, my advice, don't shoot on yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: one way to mm-hmm. stay mentally
1: strong. Stop second guessing. We could go on and go on. We can go on and on with, with, with different ways to strengthen yourself. But I've found now I've been reading quite a bit of, uh, of books. I'm going to say uh, books of upliftment. Um, I read Melanated Queen. And when I got through with that book, when I say uplifted, I was uplifted. Um, I think I also read uh, your book, Akila. I, I keep getting there. I keep getting. Can't help me with the title. I keep saying it wrong. I keep saying it. The sun rolls. When I keep saying it, I keep saying it the wrong way. But when the sun rose, I mean and then, just. And then the. See and see it did. See I keep saying it the wrong way. But when I was reading it, I was like, okay, man, that's uplifting words. and, and sometimes we need to read uplifting words. It does something. It has a, a certain mental effect on us. And I think it's important to reinforce positive words, not just hearing it from someone, but also reading it, also listening to it. Some people listen to audio books, but I prefer to read the words so I can stop and process the words. Um, so definitely, those are the two most recent books I read. And you mentioned in your book, Akela, about being equally yoked. Um, I think that's pretty sums up <laughs> what we all talk about as far as keeping people yeah. around you that you are equally yoked with. So thank you so much for that. I had to highlight that part in my book. I had to highlight that part that was in your book. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think those are those are really great um examples. And it is a lot um th- different things that we can do. Um and I guess really some of them are similar to the ones that we mentioned in our um Podcast episode dealing with stress, not all of them, but some. I know for me, Akila, you mentioned this earlier too, is um, words of affirmation. I love words of affirmation. Things that just remind me of how great I am. Things that help me um, to stay focused. You know, when other things may get me um, off my path. Um, so yes, just having words around me that I can visually see and be reminded of, even if it's not how I'm feeling, how I want to feel. And music can do that the same thing. Music, um, so many different types of music. I mean, I'm I'm very um, diverse in the type of music that I listen to. Sometimes I may be in the mood for some gospel music. Sometimes I may be in the mood for um some meal. So it just depends, but I really enjoy um, the frequency that certain types of music may take me to. So that's another way.
1: I would say working out does for me. Um, it's something about when I'm stressed and I can go lifting weights, man. I put, oh, if I'm angry, I'm pushing them weights, I'm pushing them weights. And when I get through my workout, I feel like I release that pain or release that stress that way. Um, so that is a very good way to release that tension. But you also build yourself mentally when you're working out as well, because your body is stronger, therefore your mind is going to be stronger. So that one way that works for me as well.
0: I was reading an article in um, Psychology Today, and I think we actually touched on these things. It says three secrets to build your mental health. And the first was talk to your, talk to yourself like a trusted friend. So I guess that's that self-talk, always having that positive self-talk. Take charge of your emotions. And the third one was make productive choices. And I think that those are ways that, um, you know, that can help you. And then there's another part of it that says build mental strength. Everyone has the ability to build mental strength, but like building physical strength, Developing mental muscle requires dedication and hard work, and with practice, you'll gain an increased ability to regulate your thoughts, control your emotions, and behave productively despite your circumstances. Learning how to flex your mental muscle is a key to reaching your greatest potential in
1: life. Definitely want to thank you listeners for tuning in today. There was some, this was a wonderful discussion today. I hope that you found great value. And and what we discussed today, I definitely did because at the start of the podcast, I was just stressed. But by the end, I feel so uplifted. Uh, I want to thank LaCache and Akilah for all the great wisdom that they have shared. And I, I hope and pray that you as our listener was able to take something away that you can utilize to help you strengthen yourself mentally. We look forward to you joining us on our next podcast thank
2: you for joining us for another episode of conversations with the royal empress for more information on the royal empress please visit our website at www.royalempress.org you can also follow us on facebook and twitter